0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 193 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at xboxand 10 To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake and Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. The games coming out this week include Prison Tycoon Under New Management, Repentant, Touchdown Pinball and Bumblebee Little Bee Adventure. New games with gold for February of 2023 are out now or coming soon and they include the following from Xbox One For The King available from February 1st to the 28th and Guts and Goals from February 16th to March 15th. Now until last week's biggest news stories and we have 6 to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft's post-layoffs Halo Studio is smaller and switching to Unreal Engine. Jay Peters at The Verge writes, Halo 3 developer 343 Industries lost at least 95 people due to Microsoft's recent layoffs, and the studio is apparently switching from its proprietary SlipSpace Engine to Epic Games' widely used Unreal Engine for future games, Bloomberg reports. The future of Halo has been somewhat up in the air since the layoffs announced on January 18th, Halo Infinite had a strong launch in late 2021, but over time fans started to get annoyed by frustrations with multiplayer progression, repeated delays to planned features like network campaign co-op and Forge, which finally launched in November, and no indication that new campaign content was imminent. 343 has publicly affirmed its commitment to the franchise following the layoffs. Quote, Halo and Master Chief are here to stay, end quote, studio head Pierre Hintz said, who took over the role in September. Said in a statement tweeted from Halo Account on January 21st, quote, 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future. Including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great," end quote. And Matt Booty, who heads up Xbox Game Studios, told Bloomberg in an interview that quote "343 will continue as the internal developer for Halo and as the home of Halo." end quote But it's unclear when we might see the next game in the series, so it's difficult to know exactly what 343's involvement will be with the franchise going forward. For example, the studio was already working with Austin-based Certain Affinity on a battle royale game codenamed Tatanka, but that game quote may evolve in different directions," end quote. Bloomberg reports. Tatanka will also apparently be developed on Unreal Engine, while future Halo games quote will explore using, and quote, the Unreal Engine, Bloomberg says. If true, the change marks yet another major game developer moving to Unreal. Witcher and Cyberpunk developer CD Projekt Red announced a multi-year strategic partnership with Epic to use Unreal in March, and in November Epic said that more than half of all announced next-gen games are made on Unreal Engine. 343 3 also apparently has not been making new story content for Halo Infinite, which seems surprising for a game once billed as the start of the next 10 years of Halo, entitled, well, Infinite. Instead developers were, quote, making prototypes in the Unreal Engine and pitching ideas for new Halo games, end quote, Bloomberg says. I was personally disappointed to read that as I really enjoyed Infinite's campaign and had been hoping for some more. We talked about on this show for months and months and months. I think you could even say years. Halo Infinite needed to be the next big thing. It needed to be their live service game with an epic campaign, epic multiplayer, and hell, even some other fun modes in there like Battle Royale and Forge. However, it simply isn't that. And to hear that they are now shaking it up, going back to the drawing board, it does seem like the right move. But how many times are we gonna go through this? How many chances are they gonna get? They worked on Halo Infinite forever and this is what they developed? I mean, great minute-to-minute gameplay, but what else in there? I mean, I even enjoyed the campaign, but... And it is just truly, truly shocking, truly, truly disappointing. Something else needs to come be the face of Xbox and Microsoft. Halo is just not going to be it. Let it rest. Let it die for a while. Bring it back with something brand new. Number two, Star Wars Jedi Survivor delayed to April. Sean Carrier, True Achievements, writes, As announced on Twitter, Star Wars Jedi Survivor has been delayed by six weeks and will now launch on April 28th instead of March 16th. Respawn says the extra time is needed to focus on fixing bugs, enhancing performance, and adding polish. Quote, For the last three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and we're proud to say that the next chapter in the Cal Kestis is content complete, unquote. Respawn said in a statement. Quote, we are now focused entirely on the final stages, bug fixes, to enhance performance, stability, polish, and most importantly, the player experience. In order for the team to hit the respawn quality bar, provide the team the time they need, and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve, we have added six crucial weeks to our release schedule. Star Wars Jedi Survivor will now launch globally on April 28th, end quote. Star Wars Jedi Survivor picks up five years after the events of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Playing as Cal Kestis, he, quote, must stay one step ahead of the Empire's constant pursuit, as he continues to feel the weight of being one of the last remaining Jedi in the galaxy, end quote. This is obviously really sad. This is one of my most anticipated games this year, tied right behind, right in front of Resident Evil 4. However, what this does do is give us more than just a week between those games. It gives us the time to enjoy Resident Evil 4 as long as it keeps its date, and after about a month or so, go into Jedi Survivor. I cannot wait for this game. It looks awesome. It is an easy day one play for me. Number three, the Xbox 360 store won't be closing down despite what an Xbox support page says. Jay Peters at the Verge writes, Microsoft will not be closing down the Xbox 360 marketplace, the company tells The Verge, even though text on an official Xbox support page indicated that was the plan. Earlier this week, Microsoft said it would be pulling many beloved games like Jet Set Radio and the Orange Box from the 360 store on February 7th. That was disappointing enough, but then, thanks to a tweet from Mario64, we saw that text on a support page said the company planned to shutter the Xbox 360 marketplace over the next year, and that encouraged players to purchase any 360 games or DLC by May of 2023. Now, this message was a mistake, according to Xbox Global Product Marketing Manager Bree Adams. Quote, this message was posted in error and we can confirm the Xbox 360 marketplace will not close in May 2023. And quote, Adams said in a statement. Quote, as a reminder, beginning on February 7th, 2023, a limited set of games, add-ons, and in-game content will no longer be purchasable in select markets via the Xbox 360 store. And quote. Still, even the hint of shutdown highlights the ultimately ethereal nature of digital marketplaces. If you don't buy a game before a platform maker decides to remove it or shut down the store, you'll have to find another way to play. I wanted to put this out there as I did see and I didn't see the clarifications for a while, and it did make me want to go to my Xbox and see what other games and content I wanted to purchase. Fear not, we do not have to worry about this now, but this is the inevitable and it will be sometime in the future. Number 4. The Coalition canceled two unannounced projects, now focused on Gear 6. Report. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, According to industry insider Jeff Grubb, Xbox Game Studios' The Coalition has cancelled two unannounced projects. One was believed to be a new IP, and is now working on Gear 6. During his Game mess Morning Stream, Grubb claimed that in addition to supporting development on Halo Infinite and working on The Matrix Awakens' Unreal Engine 5 tech demo with Epic, The Coalition did have two projects that it was working on, which have now been cancelled. Quote, they have cancelled that smaller project as well as another project. So there have been two games cancelled there, and quote Grubb said. Quote, this is all reflected in the layoffs that happened at Microsoft, which did hit the Coalition a little bit. The studio is now going to move on fully to Gear 6. It has likely moved on to Gear 6 in full over the course of the last year, but definitely that will be their next game. So no longer going to be making the smaller game, which continues to be the fallout of what's happening with Microsoft Gaming with the layoffs, end quote. Back in 2021, the Coalition announced it would use Unreal Engine 5 to develop, quote, multiple new projects in the coming years, end quote. One of these projects was believed to be based on a brand new IP, according to the developer's LinkedIn page. This is pretty sad to hear, we've seen a lot of great success recently with some of these smaller projects from the main Xbox Game Studios. A la Pentiment from Obsidian, and now Hi-Fi Rush from Tango Gameworks. There was some rumors that the Coalition was working on some type of Star Wars game, really sad not to see that as a huge Star Wars fan and a huge Gears fan, but... But now onto Gears 6, which I cannot wait for, I thought Gears 5 was excellent. Built upon Gears 4 which is a very safe play, so I'm really excited to get my hands on and see how they handle the ending of Gears 5. Number 5. Secret single-player Titanfall game reportedly cancelled by EA Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Electronic Arts is currently in the midst of a slew of cancellations and closures. The latest being a previously unknown project codenamed TFL or Titanfall Legends, a secret single-player game set in the Titanfall and Apex Legends universe. The news was first reported by Bloomberg. Not much is known about Titanfall Legends, save that it was reportedly directed by Mohamed Alavi, who served as a designer on the Titanfall games among other projects. Alavi departed EA early last year. The cancellation coincides with the closure of the mobile versions of Apex Legends and Battlefield, as well as the shuttering of industrial toys. According to Bloomberg, roughly 50 developers were affected by the Titanfall Legends cancellation. EA will reportedly try to place them in other positions within the company. Titanfall's last sole outing was in 2016. It initially sold poorly but subsequently gained the following thanks to its superb single player shooter design. This is really sad to hear. Titanfall 2 is awesome. If you have not played it, go play it. Not only is the gameplay incredible, as is the campaign. And let us not forget why Titanfall 2 was a failure. EA put that game out directly in between, and when I say in between, Battlefield came out, then Titanfall came out a week later, and Call of Duty a week after that. How could you possibly put that game in the middle of those two big games, with one of those big games being Battlefield under your own umbrella? Seriously, that might be the dumbest move in the video game industry history. Well up there of course. At number 6, Redfall will require, quote, persistent online connection, and quote, even for solo play. Luke Albigies at True Achievements writes, Redfall is just one of many titles from Xbox Game Studios and Bethesda that will be coming to Game Pass in 2023, but in somewhat disappointing news, it has been revealed that Arcane's open world shooter will be an always online game, requiring a constant internet connection even if you're playing alone. Bethesda's visceral Redfall FAQ has been updated since last week's developer Direct Showcase, which gave us a deep dive into the upcoming FPS. Conforming you'll need to be online to play the game. Quote, a persistent online connection is required for single player and co-op, And quote. It states, although there is no reason offered for Redfall's always online nature. The FAQ also confirms that you'll need a Bethesda account linked to your Xbox gamer tag in order to play the game. A short one, but I wanted to throw it in there if this is something that would be affecting your experience with Redfall. Personally it doesn't affect me and I'm still very excited this game, but there is a number of people out there that this might affect their experience or decision when getting the game. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and since we started talking about Halo, let's do a little lore fact about the Forerunners. Credit to GamesRadar.com The Forerunners are an ancient race that battled the Flood. Tall, thin, eerily humanoid, and totally extinct, the Forerunners ran the galaxy a long, long time ago. After taking down the Precursors, the race that created them, the Forerunners enjoyed a long run of being the coolest aliens in the room. That ended when they ran into the Flood, who contested their status by attempting to eat all organic life. What? Zombies? No. The Flood are, yeah, they're essentially zombies controlled by a hive mind. The Forerunners valiantly battled them, but slowly came to realize that, as the Flood was more of a disease than a race, they'd had a hard time killing them with any traditional means. That's a sad time for Halo, but there are some good lore bits, good story pieces here and there in the franchise. I am personally a favorite of Halo Reach and Halo 2 Anniversary Edition, but hey, that's just me, and this was a fact from Halo 4. Thank you all for listening to the xbox in 10 podcast your weekly source of xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes if you like the show please subscribe to your favorite podcast service share with your friends leave a review and follow on all social media at xbox in 10. this past week i've completed yet another chapter in resident evil 6 with my friend in co-op i love the resident evil franchise it is my favorite franchise of all time and this game is abhorrent it is awful i can't believe it sold as much as it did I have a really strong hate with it, but we are completing it. I have to see it through, unfortunately. The other game I played was Finishing GoldenEye 007, at least on the agent difficulty. I'm now going through on the highest difficulty to unlock the last two stages and beat everything in the game. Am I going to get all the gamer score on this? Unlikely. But I'm enjoying my time with it. It's pure nostalgia. It is also purely awful. My name is Baron Rose. So you can follow me on Xbox at Bros. at 93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.